sanguine, simply optimistic, a community of hope and optimism. Well, here we are at podcast three to my mission community. I like to call it my community. It's like you guys are my people. And uh, I so appreciate all of you. I just want to give a shout out to the kids this week. You guys are so awesome. I just so enjoy all you kids that come. And when there's weeks that you guys can't come, some of you, I sure miss you. And I just want to know, let you guys know that you are such an important part of this community. You are a very profound part of the substance of what makes us great. And this community is, we are family. And I was just listening to, I think it was a podcast or maybe it was a book that I was listening today that just talked about specific communities that have so little health problems. And it's just tracked back specifically to the community and the relationships and the way that the people interact. And this community is part of that for me. I so look forward to meeting with you guys and the friendships that are across the board with a lot of you that I don't even have a lot in common, that there's friendship and there's community. So thanks so much. Thanks for uh, listening to this podcast. If you're not part of our community, I welcome you to join us. Um, But feel free to listen to the podcast. I hope that it's helpful. I'm just trying to go over lessons that I do on Friday nights um, to recap them. And I often have new thoughts as I go through the week and uh, sometimes a little different perspective on what I taught, sometimes just more insights and uh, sometimes not. Um, for me, this is just practice. I'm really, I'm interested in doing podcasting. So this is something that I am pursuing. And last week, you know, we uh, had two weeks where we talked about the woman in the Bible with the issue of blood and just had two different sides of that coin where the woman and her intention where she went out was incredible intention for healing that after 12 years, she had intention and she was very intentional about her healing so much so that there were hundreds of people that touched Jesus and yet she being one received healing. She is literally a 1% or less of the crowd, a one percenter. We always hear those two percenter. This woman's a one percenter. And then we just look at Jesus and the power that radiated for him and the call that the scripture puts on us to be like him, to do greater things than him and how we can begin to take steps to do that. And so this kind of leads us into the subject this week is our thoughts and and how we think. In Proverbs, it says, you know, as a man thinketh, so is he. And so our thoughts are incredibly important. And I had an interesting fact this week isn't necessarily going to be a Bible lesson, although as we gather as a community, um, all loving Jesus, the Bible and our faith are always there and always part of it. But I've read um, an interesting thing in an audiobook where they've done studies on the brain and that thinking a specific way, either positive or negative, produces chemicals in our body. And so the chemicals of our emotions go to our body and our body receives those chemicals and it gets used to those chemicals. So have you guys ever ran into somebody that is like, and we talked about this on Friday night, they are just an optimist. It doesn't matter what you put in their way, they will find a way to have a positive spin on it. It almost drives you nuts. You're just like, what about this? And they'll find a happy side to that or a positive side to that. And on the other side, it's there's those negative people. They're like, hey, I want to get together and I want to, you know, help find solutions to the problem. And I don't care what 
solution you come up with. It could be the world's best solution. It could be worth hundreds of thousands of dollars. But this person is so negative. Um, but this person is so negative that it doesn't matter what you say. Every comment, every thought you have, there's a reason why it doesn't work. And there's a great reason why it doesn't work. And I'm not even sure why this individual wanted to get together other than they've just wanted you to reassure their doom and you to reassure them that there's no hope. And uh, this book that I read where they have done some specific research and the book is called uh, Breaking the Habit of Being You. I think that's the title. I'll have to look. Um, but it's by Dawson Church. Great book. Um, a little on the fringy, but uh, some great scientific research in there. And they actually have done scientific research that shows that when you think a thought and you produce that chemical, your body gets used to that chemical. So that substance and that as you change your thoughts, your body literally goes through withdrawal. And so much like a drug addict or an alcoholic or whatever substance you're addicted to binge watching on Netflix, as you change that habit, your body and your lifestyle, but specifically your body is used to a certain routine and a certain intake. And so your thoughts are no different. Your body starts to rebel and your body starts to say, hey, we need a hit of that emotion because we need the chemicals that that emotion produce. And so you are literally addicted to the way you think. And this is, for me, it's fantastic news because it explains why it is so hard to change the way we think. We are addictive thinkers. Our thought patterns, whether they're positive thought patterns, and we're addicted to that and we can't think a different way, or they're negative thought patterns and we can't see a different way. We can't think a different way. It's because, and you've tried. You say, I'm going to try, and you fill your mind with positive thoughts. And your mind is feeling pretty good, but then all of a sudden your body's like, we need a hit of those chemicals. Even though they're negative chemicals, you are addicted. You are addicted to those thoughts. And so you're just like, how the heck is that helpful? That's depressing. For me, it is so good to know what I'm going to face. So as I change my thoughts, I know that I'm going to face a season of withdrawal. And I can plan for it. And I can know that this is normal because my body is going to crave those thoughts. And so I can deal with that in a short season. So as we're trying to get a different mindset, as we're trying to engage our imagination, um, trying to engage our imagination with our faith to interact with God and to get a picture of what God wants to do, we are changing the way we think and we're going to hit that withdrawal patch. And so let's go back to the scripture and let's use our imagination. I can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens me. And so as you change your thinking and you're going to go through withdrawal, Christ Jesus promised that you will have the strength to do that. Will it be easy? Well, with Jesus, it's going to be easier because he promises that his burden is easy and his yoke is light. And so, yeah, it's, it's probably going to be a struggle. I don't want to say that there's going to be tremendous pain because often, you know, the things that are worthwhile in life do have some pain, but oftentimes they don't have to be as painful as we think they do. Sometimes I believe we speak our own intensity into situations that really don't have to be that intense. But irregardless, you now have some tools as you go to change your thoughts, because you have to change your thoughts. The thoughts are the seat of where your faith becomes active, and you can see the working out of your faith in your everyday life, you have to change your thoughts. And so as we change our thoughts, as I change my thoughts, I don't want to put on you guys, as I change my thoughts, 
my body is going to go into withdrawal. And I need that strength that Jesus promises that I can do all things to Christ Jesus. So here we talked about last week, you know, engage in our imaginations. I think our imaginations are one of the greatest gifts that God gives us to activate our faith and just a great tool. And so here's what I would do. And here's what I'm going to do as I change my thoughts. And here's what I have actually been doing as I've been changing my thoughts. I visualize my thoughts as myself and that I'm starting to change them. I'm doing different habits and I see myself shaking and quivering and as is wanting a hit of those old thoughts. And I see myself garnering strength as I'm praying, as I'm activating faith and scripture, and I'm not going there. I'm not going to those old thoughts. And there's some struggle there, but I'm making it. And so I'm using my whole imagination and visualizing this whole scenario and so as I'm facing the situation, it becomes a lot easier because I've already animated in my mind and I've already worked through this in my mind. And so the actual process isn't nearly as bad as you think. So your imagination is so critical. And so knowledge of what your body actually does, that it goes through chemical withdrawal. For me, that's gold. That isn't depressing. That's gold. That's knowledge to feed into my imagination, the partners of my brain. And we actually partner with that, with my faith. And we pull the scriptural promises of Jesus out that says, I can do all things through Christ, Christ Jesus who strengthens me. And then I'm also reminded of scriptures where Jesus says, you know, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And so you pull all those things together. You can begin to change the way you think. And as you change the way you think, you will start to change your life. And so for me, this is, has been really profound. Um, I love that the seed of change is in my thoughts and it is the battlefield of the mind and that I'm winning the battle. And uh, I just think it is so cool that the scripture holds all these great truths. So this week, the takeaway is, is that as you change your thoughts, you will face a point where your body will crave the old ways, the old hormones that are produced by whatever thoughts that we think. We all come probably fall somewhere in the middle of the optimist and the extreme pessimist. We're probably somewhere in that line. Some of us are more optimistic, some of us are more pessimistic, but I'm sure, and I can speak for myself and my family, we all need to change our thoughts and as we react to circumstances, to react in the way that Jesus does. And as Jesus sees things, because Jesus sees what? Yeah, this is gonna be a theme that comes over and over again, all possibilities infinite possibilities the possibilities of outcomes are infinite and they are good so as we wrap up this week just realize as you're changing your thinking there is going to be a hard season but use your faith your imagination your brain the promises of scriptures engage those all engage all those things to fight this battle to change the way you think because this will change your life thanks again guys um yeah you are my people and i'm so thankful for you have a great and blessed week
Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. Just some exit notes here. If uh, you're listening to this, you're listening to one of three podcasts. There are two other podcasts you might be interested in. So there is my Sanguine podcast. There is the Yup podcast and a podcast specifically designed for encouraging women of all ages. The Yes Women podcast. I just encourage you to go and try some more of Tom Baldwin's podcast.